You're having Thirsty Thursday with your pals the other day. Welcome to the Produce Stand. It isn't Thirsty Thursday, it is Monday. A podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one is about to get some serious Overwatch street cred. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt, the vibrant Victor. And joining us tonight is our special guest. She's known on Twitch as OW Grandma, where she hosts and streams herself making art, playing Overwatch, and hanging out with her pet hedgehog Sable. Uh, according to IMDB, uh, sorry, according to IMDB, IMDb. She worked in the art department for films like High Chicago and A Little Bit Zombie. And of course, she's the art director on Letter Kenny. Please join me in making some noise for Danny Ellis. Wondrous. Oh my. Hello. What? No dad noises? Come on. <laughs> no, the dad noises come from Victor, Matt, and myself. Ah, well, uh, there we go. Welcome, welcome to the produce stand, Danny. Thanks for having me. It's exciting to be here. All right. Uh, so, where are you speaking to us from? Uh, I'm in Sudbury, Ontario. Sudbury. So you uh, yes. you you live where, where you work? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Is that where you're from originally? Uh, I was born in Sault Ste. Marie, but I've pretty much been here since I was four. So more or less born and raised. Very nice. How's the weather up there right now? Uh, cold today, but it's been really mild winter, all considering. Yeah. You know, well, last week's been pretty mild, but uh, today today got, got pretty blustery. Uh, so, um, Danny, I mean, you're obviously a very talented artist and, and we're going to get to Letter Kenny, but uh, let's let's start kind of, you know, let's get you there. How, how, how did you get into graphic design for movies and television? Um, and that's kind of a funny story, too, because they didn't tell me in college that this is this was even an option. Um, I just kind of like fell into it um, because Matt Ellis, um, no relation, the production designer on Letter Kenny. Um, he's my brother-in-law. He's been in film for a very long time. He went to school for film and he's pretty much worked in every department in art department. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got me my first gig on high Chicago, just kind of by, by word of mouth. So that was kind of getting my foot in the door. And I really loved it because there were just so many different things that you don't get to make, mm-hmm. um, working at traditional graph design job. Like I've made cereal boxes. I've made countless beer labels, um, <laughs> posters, everything. Like it's just every day is a new thing, which is great for me. Cause I get bored really easily. So yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. So, um, you, you, you mentioned beer labels. So are you the one who designed puppers? Yes. So that was definitely a Matt Ellis idea. Uh-huh. Um, and then it's usually like I I help bring it to life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't originally called Puppers. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in film, we have to we have to run everything by legal, especially in terms of, of graphics and names, sure. just to make sure it's not similar to anything else out there and we're not going to get sued. Um, so the original name for, for Puppers was supposed to be Labrador, which is why the label is a, a beautiful golden lab. Right, right. And and that didn't clear legal. So me and Matt were sitting there one day and just being like, man, what are we gonna what are we gonna call this beer? And huh. we're throwing names back and forth. Usually like it, it's just a big brainstorming session. 
Um, and I was just like, what about, what about puppers? Like, you know, like the memes. And he's like, oh my God, crushing puppers. He's like, that's pretty good. Yeah. So we pitched it to the team and everybody liked it. And then it, uh, it cleared legal. So, so, so that's interesting. So it, you guys pitched it first before it appeared on the show. Yeah. So the first, you can see in season one that there aren't, they usually just peered, peeled off the beer labels. So mm-hmm. there weren't really any beer labels in season one. Right. And then season two, Puppers happened. And I feel like in season one, they were drinking Gus and Brew and they didn't really mention Puppers. Uh, no, exactly. No. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, well, I mean, we have a, 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 a burgeoning uh, beer master uh, on <laughs> on the crew here. Matt, Matt's just started uh, with the home brewing. So yeah. uh, you may have a potential Falling down that rabbit hole. <laughs> you, you may have a potential client for for label art one of these days. I've got I've got my, my name in, in, in the back where it's already just going to work on the branding once I figured how to make beer. There's no caricature of your face. Work backwards. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Starting with branding first and then build your product, right? Yeah. It can be shit, but if you have a good enough brand, you might be able to sell some. I mean, that's what we did for Puppers. So, I mean, it could work. That's true. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, what's the name of the brewery that makes... um, or that made Puppers? Uh, Stack. Stack Stack, Brewery. Stack Brewery. brewery. They've stopped uh, brewing yet, haven't they? Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, they're kind of a small batch deal anyways. I'm surprised that they made it as long as they did. Um, but that was really like, that was wild to me because I mean, I make fake stuff all the time, right. but to see, to see something like a made up beer become an actual beer was, was a little bit, it was a little bit insane. Well, and not, yeah. to, not to get too inside baseball, but because it became an actual beer, did you get any kind of different, is there like a different kind of royalty that you get from that or, or is it just like a one shot deal? Oh, uh, no, because we get we get paid on the job. So, yeah, yeah, I see. Well, um, so how how did you get on to Letterkenny then? I mean, you say your bro- your brother in law was was on, in the art department there. Is that uh, was that your way in or? So he wasn't even on. I don't think he was on season, season one either, mm-hmm. at least not in in the art department. Um, but I guess the original production designer and uh, first assistant art director both left the show from season one. Um, Matt was brought in uh, as a production designer. He must have, he must have had the, he must have been on season one, just not maybe mm-hmm. doing that specifically. And I was actually out of film for a few years um, working a regular job. And he just calls me up some one day and was like, Danny, he's like, I've got a show. He's like, you really want to be on this show. He's like, I know you're not, you know, in any of the film unions or anything, but we're going to get you in the union and you're going to work on this show. I'm like, okay, I, I guess I, I guess I trust you. Oh yeah. <laughs> just do it, right? <laughs> twist your rubber arm. So, but before that you did those, those two movies, uh, but this is kind of your mm-hmm. first uh, TV show that you, you were, you worked on. That's not true. Actually. Oh. I worked in um, French television for a couple years as well. Oh really? Yep. Uh, like what, what, uh, what shows there? Uh, there was one, Le Bleu de Renville was one of them. Um, and one was called St. Nickel, which was an interesting one. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you've seen TFO or anything like that. But. I mean, I used to, when it was on 12, channel 12 and we only had 13 channels. Yes. Um, <laughs> I would have ah. I would have been forced to watch, especially if there were cartoons on, on, on TFO, but nowhere else. That's probably where I would have watched the uh, French TV. Amazing. Danny, so, has it been sim- similar roles on, on kind of these various productions or has it been kind of variously progressing i've pretty much only been graphics on most of the shows aside from being like a trainee a few times Mm -hmm. 
So just uh, let us in a little bit in terms of like an example of a project that you're working on. Like, is, is that still graphics? Is that kind of things that that you see in the backgrounds? Is it actual uh, shots? Uh, like, what's involved? Um, for me, usually it's it's just any anything that needs to be kind of made. So it could be anything from labels, um, any of the logos for the hockey teams. If we're talking Letterkenny. Um, any signage, even just paper props. Like if you've ever worked on a, on a cop show, you have to make so much paperwork. It's, it's ridiculous. Like it just, you're there late putting together like crime files and photographs and, and just like handwriting stuff. And it's, it can be very multi-layered. It's, it's very, very cool, but um, also very, very like time consuming sometimes. Nice. Because it's all the small details, right? The little things that um, you, it catch your eye, but you don't always realize you're looking at it. And then you're like, oh, that's such a small, important part of that scene um, that's that that's there, right? For sure. And and like someone had to make that. Like I'm always, you know, when I watch TV now, it's, it's totally different because I'm just like, oh man, they clearly just slapped a label on this <laughs> to like hide a logo that they didn't want to yeah. make or didn't realize they had to make. That's funny. Um, yeah. And I, I, in general, like I have to quick glass. So, I know there, there's, there's like you mentioned legals and, and when it comes to art and graphics, I'm sure there's this fine line and times where you have to either a, you have full freedom to create whatever you want, or potentially does it layer in sponsorships at time? And, and are those target places well within, within scenes? Like how does that whole dynamic work when you're, when you're creating things? Um, it's interesting too, because sometimes in the script, it will mention something that is like specifically a brand. Mm -hmm. So um, we do have, have to make like connections with people to try and either get permission or if we can't get permission, then we realize like, you know, we might have to, to do something else there. Like, right. you know, mentioning Instagram, Facebook, usually social media is, is extremely difficult to get permission for. So you have to like budget um, or you have to not even show it at all because they have so many strict rules about how it needs to look that it's, it's almost just, not worth it. Oh, I, I almost got excited there because, but you said you didn't work in, on season one, so you wouldn't have designed Fart Book then. No, I had, I had no hand in Fart Book. <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh, it's too bad. Um, so, I mean, you, you mentioned like some of the stuff that you, you might not normally assume needs design work, but I mean, I'm, and I, I brought this up to you on your stream last uh, yesterday, but one of the scenes that come to mind where we absolutely, or you could absolutely see the hand of, of graphic designer or uh, art director is that op cold open for the Easter episode. I mean, and you, and you'd mentioned that, yeah, that was, you guys kind of flexed on that one. So you want to like talk about a scene like that and, and what part of that scene are you involved in? Um, like specifically the Easter episode or yeah, just the, any like, of like those? That, that cold to open where it's like, it's a uh, um, dairy and he's painting the eggs, but he's got like a little notebook and there's like notes scribbled in it. I mean, I'm sure you guys had a lot of fun, like putting that together. Right. And, oh, and for sure. The, uh, I don't know how, how much, how much say you have in the composition of the shots or anything. I mean, it was just a very different looking scene compared to anything else we've seen on, on letter Kenny, how much of that is director? How much of that is like the art department working with the director? Um, I would say, I mean, Jacob definitely dictates, you know, how shots look and how he wants it to look. Mm -hmm. And I think we all kind of had this idea that was supposed to be slightly creepy. Right. Um, so it was, it was Succeeded. definitely, 
Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, everyone was, was meant to like make things like the, the nails holding the little egg, like, mm-hmm. um, Dustin and props had a lot of fun making that. And, you know, we're all kind of working in a similar space. So we have that communication back and forth where, you know, we've riffed off each other's ideas, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the, the notes, the creepy notes, like, um, I think we had the training at the time, like redo them several times because they looked too neat, neat at first. So we're like, no, 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 like do it with your left hand or, oh. or like try, try and draw it in a mirror, like something to make it look less like coherent because right. you're not really supposed to be able to under, understand it. It's, but it's, it's really, really fun. What sort of direction do you get from Jacob for that? He's like, I need to, I need a creepy intro scene. Uh, and uh, Derry's going to be painting Easter eggs and that's it. And do you guys kind of run with that or do you, what kind of detail do you get from him? It depends. So, like mm-hmm. we usually go through like as a group, um, the entire scripts um, right at the start right. and we go through any important details, any questions. And sometimes they can be really, really specific with requests. And sometimes it's, you know, really open and they just kind of give you a general idea. Um, but there's, there's a lot of trust, especially, you know, it's a pretty tight knit group. We've been working together several years now. So um, I would say there's a lot of trust, which is is pretty awesome to just like have that creative freedom. Um, and we pitch, you know, ideas to them for names and and things all the time. So yeah. it's it's really awesome. Yeah, and that's great. I mean, that sounds. I mean, we 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 talked to um, Patrick Plywood and um, and and even K. Trev, and they and they both kind of had that same vibe as well. That there really is. I mean, there there's clearly a direction of the show, but there's that creative freedom and that this cohesiveness of the group that everyone just says trust. And and it's great to hear that that same message is coming across even down to the art department. I, uh, it's it's really a refreshing feeling because it comes through in the show. And that's, that's a great feeling as well. Like just, especially because the fan base is, um, I won't say it's like a cult following, but, but sometimes just like I seeing will. people. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fair <laughs> statement. Yeah. Well, it's a cult following for sure. <laughs> just, just see people notice the little details that mm-hmm. like you throw in, but you don't ever expect anyone to see because right. like, pff, whatever. Um, but like they, they, they do see it. Like sometimes it's just like, Oh my God, this, this one thing. So, so with that, is there, here's a good question for you. Are there any Danny Ellis signature things that you do that like, if we saw that we go, that was Danny's work right there or, 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 or do you, you kind of just evolve? Like I know I, I think of the animation world and they have that. What is that classroom? A one thirteen. Oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Right. You know what I'm talking about. But I mean, is there something like that that's your sort of trademark, or or maybe there isn't? But is there things you try to do specifically that could make little nods to things? Oh, uh, I mean, we try not to, I guess, because we don't want to like <laughs> bring, bring people out of the world. I mean, as a, as a, as immersed you can, as you can be in a show like Letterkenny. Um, I don't know. We try and we try and do different stuff all the time while you know, sticking with kind of the overall theme. Um, just that, that like layered humor that doesn't necessarily hit you over the head with it, with it, it just kind of exists and um, is funny that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I, I, I don't know, for me, it's just, I'm an illustrator. So I insert a lot of illustration into my designs, um, you know, misfire, a lot of the skit artwork. I think the skit artwork is some of my favorite stuff to do yeah. um, because we, we flex on it we try and make it different every single season. Like, you know, Roald is evolving and, mm-hmm. you know, his art is different every season, depending on what he's going through. Um, and thinking of that as fun, like that's not written to, into the script. We're just kind of like, what's Roald's headspace like this season? And, you know, what kind of crazy art can we make with that? Like so, yeah. when, 
there was a nice big drawing of rolled on the wall uh, in the last episode we watched. Uh, and I, I feel like that looks, that looks like you may have drawn something like that. Um, I, it's, it's in there kind of hideout and, and, uh, uh, what, what's the episode? The one where, uh, Glenn come, is it the Easter episode where, yeah, Glenn shows up cause he's doing his passion play and, <laughs> and he and Rold have a moment, uh, and behind Rold, there's like a big kind of life-size drawing of him on, on, on the wall or something like that. Do you, uh, do you have anything to do with that one? Is that the painting? Yeah. With the, the, like yeah. the really, yeah, that was, that was definitely a, like, we had some extra time mm-hmm. that block and Matt was just like, you know what, here's a canvas. I want you to make some kind of art that, that rolled made. And I was just like, all right, how about some kind of like Pablo Picasso style uh, craziness? And he was like, cool, do it. Nice. And I spent, I spent an entire afternoon doing that. And it was like, no one on set knew we were doing this. It just kind of showed up and <laughs> I wish I had been there to see Evan's face because I heard that he loved it. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, that was, that was really good. And like just seeing it in that shot after was, was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So, so even on that same thought, I mean, it sounds like that one was pretty sad, but do you have any like moments or, or, or additions that you've given to show that you're like particularly proud of, or, or even excited when, when you saw them or, or just to have been a part of that particular scene or moment? Oh, there's so many. Um, <laughs> It's hard well, to pick. <laughs> it's hard to pick. Um, I was really excited about uh, Indian Energy this season. I know we're not quite like talking about. Oh, that yet, that but... brand. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they haven't gone ahead. I, I'm the only one who's watched season one. So uh... <laughs> it's, it's all good. We'll look yeah. forward to it. But so there, you, there's you... so yeah. many there, there's so many seasons between nine and where we are yeah. now. So <laughs> yeah. whatever you say, yeah, we'll yeah, forget yeah, by yeah, then. Yeah. Don't worry about <laughs> it. But, uh, and I, and I, I listen. Yeah, and our listeners have already watched the show like ten times over, yeah. so they'll they'll be excited no matter what you say. Yeah, yeah they're, they're like, "Give us more, we need yeah, more." Right? Yeah. Uh, I, I know, I know the brand you're talking about that that energy drink, and uh, so you created that. You had a hand in creating that one. Yeah, yeah. That, so that was based cool. on you know Brodude, and then mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Um, so. Oh, go ahead, Victor. Uh, I was just gonna. I, I want to make sure we we have a chance a little bit to learn about kind of your. Uh, artistic journey, if you will. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I've been perusing your some of your art on the um, ArtStation site, and uh, you know, it's just super incredible, inspiring. I've got a daughter who's 19, and she is uh, an aspiring artist and trying to figure out what she wants to do with the rest of her life. She's finished finished one year of OCAD, and uh, obviously, she's on pause right now and just trying to figure out what do I want to be? Do I want to be an artist? Do I want to be a teacher? Do I want to be what the heck do I want to be? And, and uh, wondering, like, if you could kind of give us a bit of a background to, you know, um, was this was, you know, what was your passion before school, how you decided to go to school and then afterwards, how you figured out uh, what you wanted to be when you grew up? That's a really, really <laughs> great question. And it's a big question, too, mm-hmm. because I was really into um, drawing comics and uh, a painting when I was in high school um, and I went to a really art specific uh, high school. Uh, it was a public high school, Sudbury secondary school. And the last year they allowed us to basically, I was in an independent art program and they let us build our own curriculum, which was really fun. And I was actually supposed to go to York university for fine arts, but I chickened out. I bailed because I was really scared a of living in Toronto because big, scary city. Uh, <laughs> but, but two, I was scared it was going to kill my passion for making stuff that I like to make. 
because I'd seen it happen to a lot of my friends who had gone to art school. Yeah. So I, I ended up writing a big essay to my parents being like, I don't want to go and this is why. And I'm going to go take graphic design because it'll be more like real world knowledge. Yeah. Um, and I did that and I actually took to it really well because it, it, I don't know, it just combined a lot of the skills that I I already had mm-hmm. and uh, gave me some, some real life kind of experiences of like how I could apply my art to in a marketable way. Um, and it turns out I'm not, I'm, I don't feel particularly good at the, you know, stereotypical corporate design. Hmm. Um, so I kind of lucked out in, in my life path that I discovered that this is like, and like film is so big up here in the North right now. Like there's so many uh-huh. different productions and it's even bigger now because like COVID isn't as hot up here so Mm -hmm. they're not filming as much in Toronto they're coming up here because it's a lot safer right right so there's just there's a lot of work and um I get pained like I'll get pained by like five different shows when I'm already working on one so uh there's definitely there's definitely room um for this kind of thing and you you would have more space to do really cool stuff and illustration and like I said things you wouldn't normally get to do um in this line of work so yeah would recommend if you're if you don't mind working hard um it's really really rewarding yeah i mean and it's fantastic stuff i mean and i've heard that a lot um kind of victor touch on what you we touch on there danny around um yeah the passion and and don't want to brew or blow the creativity out of you but i mean from your perspective it, staying on that same artistic topic what where is your i mean you do the amazing work in letter candy but you obviously do lots of other things so what is your your real passion. What are the things that, that, that you, you really find your happy place in in, artistically? I think it's people. Like I really like doing, especially when I do commissions, doing portraits of people and just like seeing their reaction to um, my, my usual portrait style is sort of like, I take people and kind of like superheroize them in a way. (laughs) Like I take some aspect of their personality and I just crank it up to 11 and express that to them and usually I'll pitch an idea and they'll, you know, they'll usually go for it. And, and we just, we just go and it's really fun. Awesome. So, uh, season 10 is going to be shooting soon, uh, from, from, uh, everything, uh, Jacob, uh, told us, uh, do you already have, um, you know, scripts, uh, you know, I'm not asking you to divulge any company secrets, but do you already have kind of like marching orders or any kind of, uh, assignments for, uh, to prepare for season 10? Uh, not usually. Nope. You just show up and hit the ground running. So there's no pre-work, no pre-work. You start when everyone else starts. Yep. Interesting. I mean, people start at different, different times, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned your, your art department, your team, your Titan team. You want to shout any of them out? Uh, how, how, how big is the team for letter Kenny? Um, oh, it's pretty big and it depends on like, you know, there's, a lot of the office people um, and then like all of the crew. So there's, there's so many people, like, I don't know if I'd be able to shout them all out. Um, oh, I don't want you but to usually... upset anybody if I leave for leaving them out. <laughs> no, either, no, but... no, I don't want anyone to feel left out. General you know? love. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously shout out to Matt Ellis, you know, mm-hmm. he's our, he's our fearless leader uh, in the art department. And he, he is just the best at giving enough direction that we know what we're doing. Um, but trusting us enough to, to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's been really great. Um, 
so he's really good at, at inspiring us at the right times and being really reasonable. And, and if we have an idea of how something could work better or be less complicated, uh, he's usually down, uh, or down to give us an even better idea. So mm -hmm. that's pretty awesome. Um, some of the art trainees I've worked with, uh, Ruby Gibson, um, and Sabine, uh, have both been really great. Um, they produce great work and, you know, no complaints here. So, cool. yeah. Uh, I think I know the answer to this, but, uh, who do you, who do you work more with Jacob or Jared? I mean, it's, you know, Jared's created the show, but, uh, Jacob's the director. So I imagine that he's the one who's more, uh, more in contact with the art uh, department. Actually, no, no. Usually I'm sending all my designs to, to Jared. Really? So he, yep. and he, he's very hands-on when it comes to even the look of the show. Oh, for sure. And there are certain things that, especially I think the hockey teams are mm -hmm. really close to his heart. Right. So, right. Um, well, that makes he's, sense. he's pretty, he's pretty particular <laughs> about his hockey stuff. So yeah, that's awesome. yeah every, everything runs by that guy. And what what is that dynamic around? I mean, I mean, you keep mentioning the office, and I think a lot of people don't ever fully click that there's a full background operation going on with 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 productions of any size. And and I know when I think Al, you posted something, and you said you were on site or on set that day mm -hmm. for the Sashimi's episode. But like, yes. how often do you get the opportunity to be on set? And and what is that like? Yeah, just like how often, and what is that? What is that like? Um, so it's always really exciting when I get to go to set. Sometimes I'll go if I know I have like time, which is rare, but yeah. it happens. And and sometimes you just want to go see a particular set because it's different or exciting. Um, or sometimes there's, there's something I need to do there. Like either sometimes it's photos. Um, sometimes it's uh, th like the gym has that, that chalkboard that we usually fill out with, with little drawings. <laughs> That's always fun. Oh. Um, I'm, so thinking, being of, able to I'm go, thinking of the one with um, the beautiful mind oh, one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The beautiful mind one. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was a really fun day. That was an extremely, <laughs> extremely entertaining day to be on set. I bet. And of course and we, the, giant, the giant penis as well. Oh, in the, on the skit. Do we, do we, did you really need an art department to draw a giant penis <laughs> on the map though? I, I think that was just, uh, that was probably just, um, Stuart. Tyler. 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 Yeah, no, that was that was all Tyler. Yeah. yeah. Tyler gets my props for that one. The the giant penis that Ma uh, Tanya managed to not uh yeah, so not, yeah. Uh, that one notice. <laughs> and I think on the beautiful mind chalk drawing, like mm -hmm. we obviously planned it out before we went there and mm -hmm. and, and just kind of drew it really quickly in, in about five to ten minutes. But there was um a little drawing of shores. Well, there's a little drawing of, of like a cake mm -hmm. equals like a a round person. And um I think it was, um, I can't remember if it was Hersey or someone, one of, one of the two, mm -hmm. one of the two definitely drew Shorzy equals fat inside oh, yeah. that. Like, I, th <laughs> I think he asked us ahead of time if he could do it. And we're like, yeah, man, go for it. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, what, what are, you know, what are some of your favorite, uh, I don't know, episodes or scenes from uh, letter Kenny? You're obviously a fan of the show. I hope. Uh, uh, I mean, I would say, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a tough one. Cause there are just so many good ones. Oh man. What's se what season are you guys watching? So we're on right four, now, but we, you know, you can go ahead and name something be beyond. We don't expect you to remember exactly. Our average listeners listen does watch the show seven times. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're about to start season five. 
I would say Liz Hicks is like one of my favorite episodes. Oh, you've just become a, a lot you. Matt's favorite person. That's Excellent. Yes. <laughs> You're the third person to validate yeah. me on this one. <laughs> so that's a good it's, So whose idea yeah, was it? Yeah, to, but that's biased. She worked on those French shows. So. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> whose idea was, was it to, to make the French Hicks wear blue? You know, like, was that somebody's uh, definite idea or was it like, did Jacob or Jared already have that in mind? I mean, like both of them live, I think, in Montreal. So um, they are probably pretty close to French culture in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm I'm sure it was I'm sure it was like a combined idea because Mm -hmm. Ginger is pretty good. She's our our, uh, costume designer. Mm -hmm. Ginger is really good at at research and and picking out those little details. Like it's it's like the thought she puts into clothing alone is just like mind boggling to me. She's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, Wayne's got a checkered shirt for every occasion. He wears green checkers for for uh, St. Patty's Day and and uh, uh, red checkers for I guess Christmas and so on and so forth. So that's all. I mean, you guys put a lot of thought into that, right? Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure that that Wayne has over like a hundred <laughs> unique flannels at this point. Probably probably close to two hundred at this point. I'm not entirely sure, but like even. Um, the 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 season when uh, Riley and Jonesy are like broken up because mm-hmm. Katie's dating one of them. Yeah. And Ginger just had them dress in like the most somber, like toned down colors compared to their usual wardrobe because they were sad. Um, I was like, man, I was like, I hope somebody notices that. And then when they're back together, they're back and they're like bright colorful clothing i just think that i just think that's so great yeah no it it, i mean it sets a tone even if it's kind of uh you know subliminal it's uh it's still it's still uh you know important to do what are your favorite characters who are your favorite i know you're you're, you work with everyone so you don't want to favorite anybody but is there any well you're not asking favorite actor that's right yeah yeah (laughs) favorite favorite character yeah (laughs) um so i think you phrased this wrong i think the way to phrase it is who is your favorite character and why is it tannis um (laughs) all right now you're my favorite all right good (laughs) she seems i mean what she seems what's not to love about tannis she's just she's just the whole package Mm -hmm. just such a powerful powerful character you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like uh, i can't say enough good things about tannis I heard somebody wrote somewhere that there should be a spinoff. Probably awesome. Probably said that there should be a tennis spinoff show. Oh, I'd be a hundred percent down for a tennis spinoff show. <laughs> that would be, that would be amazing. Yeah. I, and, and that's why Tanya and I both weren't crazy about that episode where gay, the, the girl that was with the skids where yes. she, mm-hmm. she, she took a power trip on tennis there and, and on the episode. Oh, yeah, shook her up a little bit. Shook her up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That was actually, you know, interesting because you know you don't see Tannis shaken very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really liked that scene because it showed that gay couldn't isn't somebody to be trifled with because she was able to go toe to toe with Tannis. I thought that said more about gay and less about Tannis. But uh, anyway. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then she was also scared of her parents. I don't know. Yeah, it was, <laughs> that, that was <laughs> There's layers there for sure. Yeah, it's an onion. It's an onion, Victor. It's an onion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, could we take a side side step mm-hmm. again? Uh, yeah. I, I, your art is just fascinating. So I'm just kind of interested in: is it typically do you go digital? Do you do a kind of traditional with with you know with uh, uh, you know, pens and, 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 and whatnot, and just kind of take us into your world a little bit of what, you know, where your, where your passion is and, um, 
you know, what you're experimenting with now. Even. For sure. Um, I'd say like, I used to be hardcore, like I would do everything, um, sketches before I would digitize it. Mm. And I still do, do that for some things. Like there are some things that just like nothing beats the texture of, of a pencil and paper. Um, and just some of that energy that you can get from being really sketchy. Um, but I do primarily do a lot of my painting in, uh, digital format, either Photoshop or I've, I've recently discovered Procreate. And I say this as someone who hates Apple products usually, but Procreate on the iPad is bomb. Um, and it, it, it's one of those things that actually mimics the pencil close enough for me that I find it really fun to sketch in that program. Interesting. Oh, but wow. yeah. If I, you're one of the few graphic artists I know who, who don't, don't swear by Mac or Apple. Apple. I know, I know. It's just and my my daughter uh, uses the Surface, and and she she uses a pen, uh, and she creates a lot of her digital uh, art that way. But she's yeah. just like you; she she loves to sketch and then digitizes it as well. It's a um, very interesting technique, um, and it's it's just it, you know the digital just lets you take it in places that you could couldn't necessarily i guess you could but it just it just opens up all these layers of dimensions that you can end the fact you could use layers right <laughs> <laughs> layers and like Lay, you know, layers, right? adjusting things or like you can make yeah. a new layer and like try something if it doesn't work you just delete it and you go back and yeah yeah it's wonderful there's there's just so much you can do with it so i ever, really like both do you ever dabble in animation at all um i have it's like usually just like small like animated gifs and things like that Mm -hmm. um but i i tend to be more like i do i love the comic format um i love storyboarding and things like of that nature um just capturing moments is is really cool uh speaking of comics i noticed that there was a a teaser to a comic on on your site but i but i I hit a brick wall with that one. So we're just wondering, <laughs> is there a comic that you've done or working on? What's what's going on there? There is. There was one in progress. I call, it was called The Dream Argument. And I had a website, thedreamargument.com. But my my um, hosting ran out and I was trying to, to switch it over to new hosting. <laughs> and the old host ate all of my data so oh, uh, i have to i have to rebuild the entire site and i haven't gotten around to doing oh, that okay. yet okay hopefully you've got everything backed up though <laughs> oh yeah i have all the pages oh, it would right. just be like i need to rebuild the site now oh. and it's a whole thing well you got to get it done cuz uh, i'm i'm invested yeah <laughs> oh nice okay well we got a fan so i got to get get that back up then <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. if you need if you need services to help the website uh, be rebuilt Al and i can help yeah well <laughs> very cool yeah i mean i work i i'm currently working at a design firm so oh well then I, I do it. i do i do have a small edge i do have a small edge there so at least i'm not like completely in the dark it's just kind of a pain in the butt that's all i think yeah, I was, she may I have just, just what up to victor yeah i was just saying get her, I, I was just I, I was i was just simply saying get her done, that's get her done. yeah no you gotta get it pitter patter we'll get on figure it, it out yeah figure it out <laughs> so i know you You say you don't you don't spend a lot of time on the set but can you think of any fun stories of being on the set that you can share with us um hmm, it's probably going to be like at the gym that's probably one of the the days that i remember the most mm-hmm. um with with the uh i don't know if you're you're there yet but the rip and reps oh, the, yeah. the roids versus oh, yeah. ritz yeah yeah um just because how they ended up splicing that together was just 
so funny because it was based on the fact that they kept messing up their lines mm -hmm. because they were they were talking too fast. And you know, when you like you get to a certain point, your mouth is dry and like you're just kind of tripping over your words and you just kind of keep making the same trip up. And that's kind of what was happening. Mm -hmm. And like we were we were just crying from laughing so hard and like feeling so bad for for like they were just they were getting mad at each at themselves for for the lines. But it ended up being way funnier. Yeah what happened so just kind of accident like happy accidents like that are always just amazing yeah be hurt. that has to happen a lot on this show like they're they're the dialogue is so heavy now you say heady it's just so complicated and just listening to it is hard to follow sometimes i can't imagine trying to spit it out in on camera in sequence like and yeah, playfair had to deliver all those lines with one of his ass cheeks out of his shorts there <laughs> <laughs> that's right i did i, did. I can't I had Sorry, to. Go ahead. I, I watched it closely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Tanya had to <laughs> pause it because she was missing some of the lines. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 probably why. And I yeah. can't remember if Dylan just did that or if it was like a direction choice. It probably was a little bit of both. I I, I think he probably did it, and Jacob was like, "Yeah, do that again." Yeah, it was perfect um, for for no reason. It was perfect, and, and it was there Super for so funny. long. Yeah, yeah. It was just it, it was, was just, just there. Funny. Yeah. It was just it was out just there, there and there and there. <laughs> and it's stuff like that. Like there, it's just a lot of people on the show are not shy. Like usually you'll get like close sets and. And things like that, because if it's a sensitive thing, you know, mm -hmm. they usually try and limit who's on set. Sure. Um, but for the most part, people are pretty open. Like the the Jared handstand in the shower scenes is probably a closed set, right? I actually don't know. I'm actually not entirely sure. <laughs> but kind of a funny story. I remember and like sometimes I read the Reddit because it's very amusing. The letter Kenny Reddit. Sure. And. There were there were people who thought that that was a body double. Oh yeah, well. And I'm like, I'm like, why? Like, why would they they mimic all of Jared's tattoos to make people believe it was Jared rather than just have Jared do it? <laughs> well, it's funny because Jared comes off as such a private kind of unassuming person. I mean, you hardly ever see him do any media or anything like that, and and just for him to <laughs> drop trow and 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 get you know. <laughs> <laughs> do a handstand in the shower and yeah i mean it's fun it, it's also running joke in a lot of uh, the reddit and and uh discord and stuff uh, people I, I don't know if it's people making fun of newbies or, or not but saying did you know that uh shorzy is is jared and i mean obviously it's 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 the same person but uh it's a good way to spot who you know who the new fans are <laughs> yeah for sure i mean like you gotta figure it out eventually mm -hmm. it's just yeah it's just one of those things uh, so when you're not working on, on Letter Kenny or streaming Overwatch, uh, what else? I mean, you already mentioned you work at a design firm, uh, so do you, you kind of do graphic uh, design for 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 that firm. What else do you do for fun? I know, I mean, video gaming. Uh, you've got a, an impressive set back there. We see that, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, tell us a little bit about what else uh, you do for fun. Um. I mean, art and video games covers a lot of it. Uh, before COVID was a thing, um, I actually was in roller derby for about eight years. Really? Mm -hmm. oh, I have a whole uh, art series that's dedicated to that. <laughs> I do, yeah, because a lot of people like wanted me to draw the roller derby personas. So there's, um, it's basically a, a, in roller derby, you typically have a derby name mm -hmm. um, instead of like your real name. So you come up with some some kind of like 
persona that you kind of adopt on the track and you just kind of feel like awesome and powerful. So and? Um, a lot of people wanted me to draw their, their derby persona. Well, are you, what was, are you your, what was your, yeah. What was your, I mean, you, as soon as you started that, I'm like, what was your persona? Like? Yeah. Uh, it was Wonder Woman. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Very love cool. it. I, I loved that zebra, that zebra, the guy in the zebra persona. <laughs> that was crazy. Oh, nice. Yeah. That was one yeah. of the refs for sure. Yeah. We, uh, we used to work with, uh, with somebody who was a former ro- roller derby, uh, that's right. Athlete or, or, or um, uh, I don't know. Enthusiast. Her, her, I won't give her name, but her uh, nickname was Ice Pick. So I don't know if you are familiar ah, with anyone named Ice Pick. I don't think so, but there's some good ones out there. Yeah. Well, and, um, how are you now? So you're, you're familiar with the How Are You Now podcast, right? De- yeah. Dean Giles, his, uh, his, his, uh, wife or partner, Tiara, she's a former roller derby, uh, not performer athlete athlete <laughs> Com- athlete yes competitor competitor as well yeah so uh there's there seems to be that venn diagram again of wrestling fans letter candy <laughs> fans and now roller derby fans are in there too that third circle and there's like a overlap in the in the middle there but that's like, really how, cool i didn't know that yeah how, how do you find your i mean i'm always curious like how do you find your way to roller derby like what like what's yeah, the appeal you, what's what what like end up in sudbury is it a big thing up in, in sault saint marie where you said you're from i got is is there an active roller derby league up that way? Like what? Like how did you find your way into that and, that sport? And, and what came first, the violence or the roller skating? <laughs> oh, ooh, I don't know. Um, I I don't think I was never very good at sports growing up, so I don't know how I became good at roller derby. But um, essentially, a few people I knew were were in roller derby. But like, and this is actually someone who is. Um, her name is Christina. She worked craft on Letterkenny for, for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like an Amazon woman. Like she's, she's tall and beautiful. And like, um, she's like, you have to come and watch this. And I went and it was amazing. Like, it's so, so fun to watch. And she's like, you should play. I'm just like, um, I'm five, three and like 120 <laughs> pounds. Like I'll die. Like I'll probably just like be murdered. <laughs> and so I kept going to games and then I started volunteering at games, like doing scorekeeping and, and this and that. And like, there's only so long you can do that before you just want to, to strap try. on a pair of skates and hit someone. That's funny. Um, so yeah, I just, I tried it and I just never looked back. That's awesome. Yeah, it is great. So, okay. So you say keep score. So I know nothing about this. I mean, I've, I, I've seen it on TV. Is, is it an actual competition though? Or is it like WWE is it like predetermined? How, like how, how do you keep score? How close in resemblance though, is the TV stuff that we watch versus the real oh, stuff? Yeah, there's that too. Most of the TVs like whip it is it's not quite like that. Cause that's mm. definitely a little bit more over the top wrestling. And like, there are a lot, like it's a high, high speed, like high contact kind of sport. Mm-hmm. So a lot of rules are are surrounding like safety because mm-hmm. you, you want to be able to hit people, but you don't want to like hurt them because no one really in the crowd likes to see an injury. Right. Um, I've seen a compound fracture from a oh. roller derby game oh. and I don't ever want to see that again. Oh, um, I can't imagine rough day in the rink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a little bit. Um, that was roller con when I went to Vegas for a uh, roller derby convention, but um, basically roller derby is a bit like hockey, except instead of a puck, you are the puck. Um, 
So there's there's usually Especially five when people. You're five, three, then you're yeah, exactly. Um, there's usually five people on the track from each team. Um, four of them are blockers, mm-hmm. and then one of them is the jammer. So the jammer is the one that can score points. Um, and essentially, you have to fight your way through the blockers of the enemy team to go around the track. Once you've broken through them once, when you come all the way around uh, again, each blocker you pass by the hips, um, that's a point that you score. Oh. Like it's so specific by the hips. And and are people yeah. allowed to elbow you in the head as you're trying to pass them? No. There's no clotheslining. There's no tripping. There's no, like, you're not even allowed that's to hit someone. Like, TV, right? Yeah, that's what exactly, we see. Exactly, yeah. No, it's, that's very, very legal. You would probably be ejected from an entire game for doing that. So, so would not, not like recommend. Hockey. So it's not like hockey at all. <laughs> so how, how long was your roller derby career? Or are you still doing it? I mean, I would still be doing it if we mm-hmm. could, but there's kind of a proximity right. issue with it. Yeah, like the, knew, right? the most, <laughs> the most we could do last year was just skate outside and just it was just basically working out on skates because we mm-hmm. couldn't actually hit anybody because we couldn't get close enough to do anything like that. So, so once the pandemic, what, once the pandemic is kind of over, you you'd, you'd go back. I'd probably go back. Oh yeah, yeah? for sure. Awesome. That's amazing. Um, di- speaking of injuries, though, have you suffered any roller derby injuries or have you been pretty lucky so far? I've been pretty lucky. I do have like a bum knee from um, basically it wasn't even a, a like the the big hits that you see where you go flying. Those are fine. I've never been hurt by one of those. Hmm. Um, but you but have the experienced one thing, them. I have experienced them. Yes, I have almost flown into the crowd um, on occasion. Uh, but the ones that the one that this one that hurt, I, I actually just tripped and fell on my hands and knees. Mm. And then someone on my team kind of fell on top of me and, and pushed down. And I just felt my knee pop oh. <laughs> and like everyone skated by and I was just, I was still on the ground and the ref was like, are you okay? I'm like, no, he's just like, can you stand up? I'm like, no, probably not. Oh man. And he was like, okay. So they, they usually like, once you're down for more than 20 seconds, they, they call off it's a jam and every, every, um, you go around for two minutes unless a jammer right. can, the jammer can cancel it. Um, yeah, he just called it off. So that put me off. I think that was, that was like a week before my wedding too. So that was not great. Oh, oh no. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so you have it no was okay. fear. So you have no um, fear then. I, I have one fear and it was that. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, is it so? Is it like hockey where you do you have to pay to to play in this league, or, or do you get do you get paid? How does that work? Uh, you don't get paid. You definitely pay dues, mm-hmm. and that's to help you know cover your practice space sure. and and helps you know money towards like because hosting a game costs money up front, mm-hmm. and you do make some money some money back. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think I think it's like it's it's no worse than a gym membership, really. So. No, I you phrase that no worse than a gym membership. <laughs> well, like in terms of in terms of costs, you know, like right, I yeah, think I think I, it, I think a good life membership is like way more expensive yeah. than what I was paying for derby, and I get way better workouts at roller derby. So yeah. get awesome. a little aggression, aggression, daily aggression out as well, eh? Oh, for sure. There's actually like a certain kind of personality that we tend like graphic designers, nurses, mm-hmm. and like PSWs tend to be like our top three like careers that i found in roller derby <laughs> Tanya, you could have gone into roller derby. there you go yeah psw back in the day yeah 
just a lot of like frustration that you can't invent at work that you just need an outlet for. For sure. I think that's what it is. Cosplay is also big amongst amongst that group. Is that something that you've ever dabbled in, or, or um, not specifically? Like I've done, I've done costumes of like I did the, um, I've done the Fifth Element, um, both of Lilu Dallas's outfits nice. from that movie, um, just things like that, but nothing anything like super hardcore. All right. Well, um, when we. Uh, announced that you were coming on uh, we had some uh, we put out uh feelers and questions for questions for you from our uh, twitter dm group so i've got a few here uh this one you from somebody you probably know what do you know what do you mean it's not awesome i think you hmm? might <laughs> recognize the name yeah, I, I, I might know that name a little bit uh her question is can i please buy a who's a good beer poster it's not in the web store so who do i talk to to make that happen uh, so please explain first what's the who's a good beer and and uh, yes maybe ex- how can she get one? So I think I think what she's referring to is the sort of retro style puppers um, with the the golden lab that's sitting there and there's a hand coming down to to pet the good boy, mm-hmm. um, which is which is like one of the first I think puppers posters that we that we put out there and there's been quite a few since then. There's kind of a little pupper shrine in. Uh, Modine's three. Mm. So um it is it is a good one. And I, I wish I had control over the merch, but I do not. So I can't I can't promise that there will be a poster that's available, but, but if, I can I can put it out there right. and see. So that that's a good point. Uh there is a Letterkenny merchandise uh site that you can go to. What what is it? Is it uh, letterkenny.tv? Is that uh, I think it's letterkenny.tv. Yeah. Uh, which I know Awesome knows about, but yeah, she's probably she's probably trying to get an inside track on her own. You know, <laughs> you're you're, you're gonna have to use your powers of influence. Yeah, exactly. Or you can just tell Awesome to wait. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, our I mean, fr- we can we can hope. Yeah, our friend uh, Stephen. He uh, well, he already yeah. I mean, some of these you already answered. What's her inspiration? Her inspiration? How collaborative is it? Uh, personal favorite episode you've answered most of these questions uh does she sneak things into letter candy for family and friends uh like subtle nods and i think uh, i mean matt you kind of already asked that but so is there anything you can like any easter eggs you can kind of give us of something you might have maybe not snuck in but you know because we don't want to get you in trouble but you know that you might, yeah yeah <laughs> it's always been um it's always been with permission mm-hmm. like there was the uh the one episode, I think it was one of the ones with gay where they're playing uh, a retro style video game mm-hmm. on the screen and you actually like see it. Yeah. And obviously we couldn't, we could get permission from like Nintendo to use anything, right. you know, recognizable. So that was actually um, a video game that was created for like the Northern Ontario, like gaming challenge. I think it was um, oh, by a friend of mine and it was called the frozen frozen dungeon saga. Oh, so cool. I was like, oh, this is a retro looking video game. Would you guys mind if we use in Letterkenny? And they're like, well, obviously, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Great. Um, that's, a, that's a good Easter egg for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it looked it looked fantastic. So it, it really worked out well. Uh, another listener called Not Hannibal Lecter. Uh, she asks, is it weird to ask what make, model, and type of machinery owns and uh, Wayne owns and operates 
uh, for science. And I had to ask her to clarify because I wasn't sure what she was meaning by that. Uh, she means the tractor. What is it? Is it large, imposing? And I want to get to know it better. <laughs> Again, I'm not sure what where she's going with oh, that. Oh, my. Do you know where she's going with that? I'm not entirely sure. That's, no. okay. that's definitely <laughs> a first. For the that's super specific. I, I, th I think I know where she's going with it. I just don't know how Danny would have it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure either. Manufacturer of the tractor. So, so maybe we can talk this way. The uh, farm that they shoot most of the scenes in is a working farm, right? Apparently the oldest working farm in Sudbury. Uh, the uh, tractor shed where they do some of those scenes, uh, I mean, is that all on the same farm and is that like that's just the tractor that's there right it's not like letter kenny put a tractor there or has a john deere deal with no or, everything yeah everything's already there mm -hmm. um and it was yeah working farm and then you know we the first few seasons they shot it in the actual house that's there mm -hmm. and then later we we didn't want to keep you know, displacing the elderly couple that live there. So it's, it's a set now. So that's pretty cool. And I don't know if people have noticed mm. um, that change because it's the reproduction is, is honestly, it's wild. Like to have seen, you know, in person and then like the set it's, it's extremely cool. Interesting. So all those interior kitchen scenes are on, on a rebuilt set, but I mean, anything outdoors though is still at that farm though, right? Yep. Anything outdoors is definitely still at the farm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. But you can just let her know that it's a dear John tractor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I think maybe she just wanted to hear me squirm while asking that question. Uh, she, I wish them many happinesses, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's going to be our guest next week or, or in, in a couple of weeks. She's uh, have to dig a little deeper. So we'll that. ask her then there what, what she meant by that. <laughs> I uh, definitely want to know the elaborate the story there. <laughs> <laughs> she's one of our patrons so she's going to come on for uh season two of episode five to do to as one of our panelists so uh we can ask her then what she meant maybe we'll have to have you back on to re-ask the question <laughs> just like it <laughs> all right uh it's time for our speed questions these are meant to be just answered off the top of your head don't have to think about it just uh whatever comes to mind you ready uh, no pressure no pressure okay let's go they're, they're easy here we go coffee or tea Coffee. Tim's or Starbucks? Ugh, neither. Okay, so where, where would you get your coffee? I just make it. Oh yeah, so <laughs> that's great. I mean, Brittle Star. He's he All said he's, he was a he was a, a more of a cafe guy because he lived in St Stratford. So yeah, that, that's you know, there's no wrong answer there. Uh, cats or dogs? I know you've got a dog. You have one of each, don't you? Uh, I had a cat. She passed away last year. Oh, uh, but both. definitely both. Both or hedgehogs. <laughs> All three, all of the above, anything animal. I, I pretty much like it. So give it a, give a shout out to your, your hedgehog. What, what's his name again or her name? Her name's Sable. 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 And I mean. And how, how old is Sable? Uh, she's less than a year because I only got her, I think, June last year. And she was a baby. So a hedgehog is an interesting pet. You don't often hear a lot of people with hedgehogs. What, what, why? Like, <laughs> what was the idea there? Um, I follow a lot of hedgehogs on instagram which sounds ridiculous but it's true <laughs> you follow your honesty danny <laughs> and um they're just they're just extremely cute and like you said they're they're kind of interesting and we weren't ready to get another cat yet oh, okay. um but i wanted i wanted something that would be kind of just chill on my lap while i do work so and 
so d- does it do anything like does it can you teach it tricks teach her tricks sorry i, I don't want to be disrespectful can you teach her tricks or something <laughs> i don't think so no. they're they're a very funny animal and mm-hmm. they're they're just kind of clumsy and nocturnal and yeah um but just just the facial expressions are are super cute and they are cute. you know what uh, our our daughter's always wanted an animal and uh, unfortunately Tanya's allergic to anything with fur so i'm wondering maybe a hedgehog maybe we should look at hedgehog, hedgehog isn't furry is it it's a, it's their, a, only, their bellies fur. are furry their bellies are furry but that's okay. about it i don't think you'd be allergic to it necessarily there you go let's go hedgehog yeah but but and, they are they're just genetically predisposed to just being round Right. <laughs> yep, they're like an avocado, <laughs> avocado basically. Um, I would so, say yeah. depending on age. So a uh, hedgehog <laughs> is most comparable to something. It's a it's a cage animal. Then is it, or does yes. she run, yep. or does she have a run around of the the house? No, there. I, I can actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so she's got a playpen. Yeah, she's got a little playpen. Uh, I've recently upgraded. Initially, it was just a clear bin. That was like her starter package. It's just like a, a clear bin. And uh, she's she's quite big now, so she needs a little bit more space. So we have this now. Um, oh God, yeah, it. basically yeah. a cage animal. Yeah, like and they, they'll run on a wheel at night. And um, they're, like I said, they're nocturnal. They'll, they'll wake up if you kind of pull them out and ha- handle them for oh, a bit. Yeah, I mean, we, we had them in our house growing up and they're more of a really? badass version. Yeah, 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 they're they're awesome. They're more of a badass version of a hamster. Like they got the spikes on the back, mm-hmm. they're pretty chill. They run on the wheel, they still drink. They, they do all the things hamster do, but they have this really awesome spiky coat um, that you can just, you pet one way, only one way. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, they're, they're awesome. So I, I can confirm on that one. Oh, interesting. So they're still cuddly and everything. You still have it can be bonding yeah. thing. Yeah, as long as you they they need to be handled regularly. Like usually, take them out like once a day and make sure that they know your scent and that you're a safe thing that's not going to eat them. And then yeah, they get to be pretty adventurous. Some of them are really cuddly, and I think they're pretty awesome. Huh. Yeah, interesting. Now, nice. How accurate are the movies? Are they really really fast? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> kind of, yeah, not games? that fast. Not that fast, but Sonic. I'm just kidding. So- uh, she's a gamer. Do, she understands. They do love to run. They do love to run. It's true. Oh my. All right. Back to the speed questions. If your life was okay. made into a movie, who would you want to play you? Oh, no. Um, mm. Elliot Page. Oh. Just throwing Ooh. that out there. Good one. <laughs> a dinner with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh man, these are so hard. Oh. I just I always blank on these. Yeah. Um, just say your cat. My oh yeah, <laughs> probably my cat. Let's say my oh, cat. There you go. From one cat lover to another. Uh, your best vacation. Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to go to Hawaii. Was that your honeymoon, or was that just another? Yeah. Yeah, that was our honeymoon. We actually got we snuck that in just before COVID happened. Oh, lucky. Um, we, we went to Maui, and it was. Like wow. the food was phenomenal. We did so many really cool things there. Would recommend. That's the first place as soon as we can live again. I'm going to Hawaii. You know what? Again. <laughs> travel, travel, not live. You're still living. Come on. Yeah, we're we're kind of living. We're kind of living. We're <laughs> living ish. You got to go up yeah. to Sudbury. I think things are much much more open up there. Um, window or aisle seat? Window. Thank you. <laughs> Beer, wine, or liquor. 
Uh, wine. Wine. Uh, okay. And what color? Red. Oh, see, good, good choice. Uh, you don't <laughs> do uh, cold, refrigerated, or room temperature. For wine. Yeah, for red wine. For red. For red wine of room temperature. Uh, room that's temperature. the right answer. Well, it's, I, I've heard. I I asked this question to somebody else, and they Some said chilled, and I'm like, like no, that's ice wrong. Ice cubes in it. No, yeah, thank you. Wrong. Only only white is chilled usually. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Or or that that dessert wine. Yeah. Yeah. Ice, the dessert yeah. ones are nice chilled. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Beer, wine, or as I already said that one, early bird or night owl. <laughs> one Both. Time. Both. Uh, yeah. if, you, if you can be someone else for a day, who would it be? Ooh. That's super difficult. So like I said, I always, I always blank on these because I'm not like super into celebrity culture. No, well, it doesn't um, have to be a celebrity. It could be, uh, it could be a fictional character. Think about roller derby. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe it's wonder woman maybe you've already answered it xena xena <laughs> Ooh, let's go with xena oh. i think i'd like, like to be warrior princess uh Look, i love the xena yeah tanya's favorite xena awesome thank you very much danny uh, that was a lot of fun chatting with you today um is there anything you'd like to uh you know sh sh shed light on or promote anything like uh that you're working on any uh, projects or or anything in general um, I mean, I guess, I guess my stream, mm -hmm. I have been streaming kind of casually for the last like year and a bit. I mean, a lot of people have, I'm assuming because of COVID mm -hmm. it's just become, uh, I don't know, a lot more, I wouldn't say a lot more popular, maybe a little bit more mainstream because people just like a community to hang out in and feel like they're interacting with other people right now. And, um, I, I would concur with that because so many of my like even IRL friendships have become sort of like we get into zoom calls like this and we mm -hmm. play games online or we, we just chat and hang out. And um, so, yeah, if you, if you like overwatch, if you like nineties tunes, um, artwork, hedgehogs, um, or I do tarot readings on Tuesdays, that's always fun. Oh, um, you can see my stream. Well, I mean, I've, are, you, are you actively taking commissions now? And you mentioned that earlier too. Uh, I'm actually trying not to just okay. because I'm doing so many different things. Like I, I basically work, work like seven hour days and then I come home and I stream for four to five hours. So I'm like, all right, it's like working on a film again. It's like 16 mm -hmm. hour days. It's, it's just normal <laughs> for me. So, um, it's hard for me to take commissions right now. Uh, maybe eventually if people are cool with me drawing them on stream, that might be a potential, uh, Two birds with one stone solution. Yeah, absolutely. There we go. Well, I mean, you you've got you've already got uh, around twelve hundred followers on on stream. That's that's pretty good for something that's just casual. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, mm -hmm. I think I had like six hundred a couple months ago, so it's it's kind of booming right now. It's kind of kind of wild. Awesome. Uh, do you guys have any other questions for Danny? I, I have one. I mean, just back to the letter Kennedy thing, and, I, and I've asked this to to anyone associated with the show. I mean, you've been with it for seven years, I think you said, uh, seven seasons you've been involved. And Since 2016, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I guess it's a two-part. A, did you ever expect Letterkenny, maybe you did, to become what it is? And what does it feel to be a part of something that, I mean, you've already called it up. It's already quickly becoming a cult uh, following behind this show it's expanded in the u.s it's it's reached we have listeners as far as australia like it is it is spreading like wildfire because there's so much about the show that people are connecting with the mm -hmm. inclusivity of it and loving it i mean what does it feel to be a part of something like this 
I mean, it, it feels awesome. Like that's just straight up. It feels amazing. Like I definitely didn't expect it to get this big, even though like I could see obviously how funny it was, the value, you know, how great the people are who make it. Um, it's just, it's just so many things. And like you said, it's just like, it's got something about it. That's, that's so relatable, even though it's absolutely ridiculous in a lot of other ways. Um, just that small town thing that people just are like, I understand this, even though they're talking so fast that I have to watch it four or five times to get everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's really cool. And I didn't really think I, I think the, the real eye opener was the um, the puppers launch for the actual like real beer. Mm -hmm. And there was a guy who came from he came from somewhere in, in like the US. I think it was like Ohio. He drove all the way to Sudbury. Wow. Um, to come to this bar <laughs> to, to buy puppers and like meet the dad. You know what I mean? Like there was and I'm just like, that's hilarious. Like how? Like, wow. how did this happen? And then, you know, you just kind of notice it sort of snowball from there. And it was just absolutely wild. That's fandom that's awesome. right there. Yeah. Uh, that, that brings to mind another question, actually, that I have. Because you you live in Sudbury then, and that's where the show is shot. Are there, uh, and because I made jokes about this early on in, in, in previous episodes, are there letter Kenny tours you can take if you, if you went up to Sudbury or, or is there like, can you actually go around and see some of the sets or is that, is there anything organized like that or, or, or not? Do you know? No, like we don't really, we don't really want to um, advertise where like things are shot, you mm -hmm. know, cause we, when we're shooting, we're there to work and sure. you know, we're, we're really friendly to people who are like, sometimes we're outside, you know, mm -hmm. like outside the, the dollar store, um, people are walking by and like, we're typically pretty, pretty friendly, uh, as long as people are respectful, but right. you know, like we don't want to draw attention to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause at the end of the day we are working. Sure. Um, it can be, it can be pretty, pretty challenging to, to sort of have that balance of like boundaries with your own fans, um, for things like that. And I think, I think largely like people are pretty respectful. Like they, they get pretty excited and, sure. and we understand that, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, we do have to be really, really careful about that stuff. Right. Cause I mean the, the farm, for example, it is a working farm. Is, is the gym a working gym? Is it an actual, like when you guys aren't shooting in there, people are actually in there working out. Yep. And that one's like pretty straightforward because like, yeah, they just let us use their name, you know, like, so if you wanted to find it, I cannot stop you, but right. <laughs> but, I will not tell you where it is. So for example, Modine's isn't an actual bar. It's just a set that you guys have, right? Um, that one is actually a bar, but it's not a working bar. Mm -hmm. I don't think at the moment. I mean, I don't know if any of them are, are right, super open right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, at the time, like we were allowed to leave, um, a lot of stuff there. Mm -hmm. Uh, between seasons sometimes. So I don't think that they're active. Right. Interesting. Uh, Victor, did you have any other questions? No, I just want to really thank you for, you know, coming on and being so open and uh -huh. uh, genuine. And it was uh, just a pleasure, uh, you know, learning about you and what you're, what you're, what you're doing. And, um, and I can't wait to show your art to my daughter because I just think, again, it's fabulous, inspiring. And, and, uh, 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 uh also looking forward to having her listen to this uh, podcast because, uh, uh, again, you know, hearing others that have gone through it and are successful, I think it's just so important. Yeah. And, and, and Victor was careful not to drop any F-bombs in this one. So he, he can, uh, 
I was actually, actually going to ask that because I tend to to do that. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to err on the side of caution and not swear. Oh, it's okay. Um, We've used all the worst words you can no, think of on. on, on I, I, I was just, uh, you know, using uh, just, his lesser skilled humor tactics. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Man. Yeah. In our weekly reviews, normally there, there, there's, there's no holds barred. So. You can't really uh, judge letter Kenny without swearing. There's a lot, like, especially at the beginning with the ostrich and stuff, like there was a lot of crude things happening at that time. So yeah. Yeah. It's not I mean, part. Yeah, I mean, I figured I wasn't going to offend anybody, but you never know what, like, for sure, you know, what you're putting sure. out as content. Yeah, what people <laughs> like. Well, we appreciate it. In, in that case, I'll also get my son to listen and, and show him that people can have restraint if they want. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, we're teaching lessons. Apparently, he that is always the parental broken, goal. So. Yeah. yeah, it's always about the learning, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, now I want Danny back to do a rated R version because I'm wondering what right. kind of potty mouth she'll have. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too bad, but I mean, f bombs are definitely. <laughs> you know, on the table. Oh, fucking right there. All right. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to, <All right. laughs> Danny, thank you again for, for taking some time and talking to us tonight. It was a lot of fun and, and we learned a lot and uh, it's been, it was really great to have you. I hope you had a good time. <clears throat> I had a great time and thanks. Thanks for inviting me. I mean, it's, I know it's exciting to get um, actors in here and, mm-hmm. and hearing their perspective, but it's always really nice to, to know that people, you know, appreciate the the background stuff too and the stuff that we do because we work really hard to to make those little details and uh it's really nice that people notice. So, thank you. Yeah, you're well, I mean, it's our pleasure and we completely appreciate the behind the scenes sometimes more than 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 the actors. I mean, the actors do what they do, they're good at what they do, but uh we know what it is to have like all the work that goes in behind the scenes for some of these things. So, thank you very much again. I'm going to play us off here with one of our favorite songs from one one of our favorite episodes. This is a uh, Marie Tupler. Um get that one going here. Oh, this is one of my favorites too. Yeah. Let it marinate for a little bit. <laughs> All the songs from that episode were, were fire. Oh, uh, well, the, the music on this show in general is just so good. And that's all we have for this episode. Later this week, we'll have our regular Thirsty Thursday episode where we'll recap and review episode four of season four, Letter Kenny Talent Show. That's not right. We're, re- we're, we're reviewing uh, episode one of season five. You don't fight at we don't fight at weddings. That's what we're doing. I didn't update my notes. Take Apologies two. there. <laughs> please rate us on iTunes, but don't rate this one, please. Uh, if you like the show, if you'd like to support us, become a patron. There's a link to our Patreon on our site and Twitter profile at ProtostanPod. We also invite you to visit our website, theprotostanpod.com, for episode recaps and a list of our favorite episodes. Thank you for joining us. We're now going to play some Overwatch with OW Grandma. Danny, where are the cheat codes? I need to start with 30 lives. Oh, God, I don't want to get banned. (laughs) On behalf of Danny, Victor, Tanya, and myself, have a good night.